0: Hello, everyone. Thank you for listening to another episode of Feed Do it Your Brain. This podcast is produced by Fortin Horseman. Fortin Horseman also produces other content such as movies, other podcasts, and streaming content. When you get the chance, please subscribe to Fortin Horseman on YouTube and never miss another piece of content that we create again. You can also follow Fortin Horseman on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter. If you enjoy this podcast, please rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast on wherever you listen to your podcast. This will help us make better and more episodes for you guys to consume. You can follow us on Instagram and TikTok at feeddontyourbrain. You can also follow us on Twitter at Zombie. And if you have any questions, comments, or concerns, please email us at VDon'tWentYourBrain at gmail.com. And if you have the means, please consider donating on our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash We need as much help as we can in order to continue creating content for you guys, the audience. And as always, thank you immensely for listening to Feed Don't Your Brain. Please stay safe and stay sane. Enjoy the show. There are no conditions for revolution. We are starving. Lubka Coventinova The Last of Us, Season 1, Episode 1 When You're Lost in the Darkness What's up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of Feeding Your Brain. I'm Zachary Ballard.
1: I'm Alina Ballard, and
0: this is my wife. And we got Zachy the zombie right here. Uh, it's yeah, yeah. It's an ornament that my sister made for us. Uh, it's really cool. And then I got Hades Town pins and put them on it. But yeah, uh, season four, baby boys and girls. Um, yeah, we are doing The Last of Us, and then we are doing the Evil Dead movies, and then we're doing The Walking Dead season four. And then uh, The Last of Us video game. And I'm starting Twitch streaming on um, February 2nd. And uh, yeah. So a lot of fun stuff happening this this season. So Alina, you know me. Yes. And you know that The Last of Us is my favorite video game franchise. Yes. But what did you think of the first episode of the TV series?
1: I, I really enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. It blew my mind how um, visually similar it was to the video game. Mm-hmm. like Because I haven't played the video game but i've watched it be played a couple Mm -hmm. of times now um and there were some parts that were like frame by frame yeah the same as the video yeah it was
0: crazy i saw a few on tiktok um of the different parts that were um basically almost the exact same as in the video game which i really liked but there were also some like differences like some Mm -hmm. pretty huge differences that were um written into the story but i felt like it was um it it served the story a lot better than in the video game. Mm. Uh, Speaking of which, I really like the beginning exposition at the talk show where they're talking to these scientists and they're Mm -hmm. saying, like, um, yeah, pandemics, epidemics, if they're viral or bacteria, whatever, it's fine. But then the one guy is like, but if it's fungal, and he goes on to explain the virus and, like, how it can mutate to affect humans, and I thought that was a really cool take on explaining what's happening. What were your thoughts on that?
1: uh, Like, it wasn't necessary... But it was such a good introduction. Yeah. Um, and it, it felt a little jarring just how different it was because it went from this like, what was it, like 60s or 70s, the talk show time period? Yeah, about
0: then. I'd um, say maybe 80s.
1: Maybe 80s. Mm-hmm. It like, it jumped from that um, and you know, like prim and proper, they act on um, mm-hmm. television, like I'm acting like more proper than I usually <laughs> do right now. Um, but then... That moment will have nothing to do with like the rest of the season. Well, it explains the virus. It explains the virus, but it had like those characters in Mm. that setting have nothing to do with the Last of Us. But like it was such a good explanation, Mm -hmm. an organic way to work in the explanation. With it makes me think of the Walking Dead episodes where they stumble across the scientific base. Yeah, and it's the scientist living who's been living alone for the entire time of the apocalypse yeah. and like he is able to perfectly explain that everyone gets the virus in a way that the audience would understand mm-hmm. so it was more for us yeah. as the audience than it was for any of the characters in in the story yeah
0: and i th- they had something like that where they sh- they like had audio clips during the um musical introduction of mm-hmm. it after um sarah dies uh-huh. uh, spoiler Sarah dies. Yeah. Um, but uh, they have it like in the musical introduction, where they talk about the virus. They talk mm-hmm. about like everything that goes down. Then they talk about like the fireflies and stuff like that.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, but like I thought it was really good that they did that at first, so that like even people that didn't know about The Last of Us before mm-hmm. could watch it and be like, okay, this is the kind of virus that this is the kind of fungal infection yeah. that we're dealing with. Um, but yeah, I really love that. Um, so I I love. I love 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 it when it's a pandemic kind of media like it's a it's a post-apocalyptic story Mm -hmm. and they have little bits and pieces of like information that things are going down
1: yeah
0: um throughout the beginning before everything goes down like Mm -hmm. they have the news stories playing in the background about this new virus Oh, um, well, we'll get to that. We'll get okay. to that. Um, but they have this news story. They have yeah. they have um, ambulances, like, mm-hmm. going past while she's at the store, yeah. trying to get his watch fixed.
1: And did you notice they, um, so they, they were listening on the radio, right? Or television, mm-hmm. whatever it was. And they mentioned specifically that, like, the place it was taking, where all of it was happening, appeared to be India.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And then she goes to the watch owners, who are Indian. Were they Indian? Yeah, they were Indian. Okay. The... 'Cause the wife or the whoever the woman was
0: um, uh, I just I just thought they were foreign. I wasn't sure exactly what they were.
1: Yeah. It was okay. Indian and I'm wondering if like I don't know, it it makes me think if maybe like with the coronavirus being called like the Chinese virus. Yeah, which is
0: stupid. If
1: this like Indian shop owner in America, um and his wife have been listening to the news mm-hmm. and the wife is worried that they're going to experience a hate crime, and so that's why mm. she wanted to close this door early. That's
0: interesting. I didn't I, pick up on that. Yeah,
1: I, th- I thought that might be it.
0: Yeah. I, I just thought, like, she was just, like, she was extra wary about this virus in particular. and yeah. But, yeah, yeah, I mean, I guess I guess that would make more sense because, like, as we all know, um, when we hear stuff, like, happening across overseas, mm-hmm. like a disease, we tend to not care until it's over here with us, you know? Yeah. And so maybe she was, like, worried that, like, they were going to, hmm. Yeah. experience a hate crime that's mm-hmm. interesting yeah that's a cool take um but yeah I just loved I loved all the different like nuggets of information we were getting mm-hmm. as we were seeing out. normal life and I I was so sad when um when they oh what was it they were both sitting on the couch Joel and Sarah mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh Joel forgot to pick up the cake yeah and and sarah was like well why and then joel was like it's okay i'll pick it up tomorrow and i was thinking i was like they're not gonna make it to tomorrow yeah um speaking of which like even the talk show like i was watching it i'm like most of those guys are dead in fact i i can safely say all of them are probably dead
1: yeah
0: now you know and like i just thought it was so sad it was such a good foreshadowing moment Mm -hmm. especially for those of us that know the story and we're like we know what happens tonight i was watching her go to school and i was just like she's gonna die tonight
1: yeah
0: you know and Which, yeah. um, <clears throat>
1: can we talk about, like, the casting? Oh, yeah. Because I think the casting so far has been so good. Mm-hmm. And who they chose to do be Sarah, like, I fell in love with her instantly. Yeah. And I knew she was going to die the moment I mm-hmm. saw her. And I was still so sad because, like, right off the um, bat, like, in the morning, the way that she bantered and teased mm-hmm. Joel... Um, and just the actress herself was so beautiful. Yeah,
0: she was so good.
1: Yeah, and I was just watching her, I'm like, you're making me Yeah, you,
0: you, they really made it that you do not want this girl to die. Yeah. But you knew it was happening if you knew, you know. She was
1: just, she was so personable.
0: Yeah, yeah, I Um, agree.
1: Yeah, and, like, (laughs) Pedro Pascal... Oh, As yeah. Joel, like, he's been like great. They,
0: I feel like they nailed Joel and Tommy
1: mm-hmm.
0: really well. They nailed Tess really well.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah, Tess. I love the choice for Tess.
0: I, I'm unsure about Ellie at the moment. I thought mm-hmm. she did good. Yeah. Um, she, she's definitely playing a more, like, angry Ellie. Like, mm-hmm. Ellie's angry all the time. Yeah. But, like... There are moments in the game where she is more subdued, especially, like, even at the beginning. Yeah. Um, like, I saw a side-by-side scene of the game in the movie where Joel lays on the couch mm-hmm. when uh, Marlene... Marlene was great, too. Yeah. I, I like Marlene more in the TV show than in the video game.
1: Okay, I do, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: but, I do. Yeah, uh, but before I go into to Marlene, I, I thought that uh, the girl playing Ellie was playing more, like, angrily and pissed off the entire time. Mm-hmm. But, like, in that one, Ellie's just more, like, um, aloof. Yeah. and more um
1: like it's out of her hands so she'll yeah, just Yeah, it's it. out of
0: her hands so she'll just go with it. Uh-huh. Um but I did enjoy that they showed a lot more backstory with mm-hmm. how they got Ellie yeah. and how um they caught her and told her what was going on.
1: Mm-hmm. And they mentioned Riley. Yeah, like, they mentioned like, Riley which we see in the
0: DLC in the game.
1: Uh-huh. Mm-mm. So I thought that was cool that they mentioned Riley so early on. Yeah. Um I think I I liked what I saw of yeah. Ellie so far yeah. and I hope that like she'll have moments of um Humor, Mm -hmm. like, because Ellie in the game, like, she is kind of angry and aloof, but then she'll say something that's so funny (laughs) Mm -hmm. and, like, just out of nowhere.
0: Yeah. And, and I think, I think she, she was funny in moments because, like, it's just surprising and funny whenever you hear a little girl say, (sighs) you you know, but, like, I, I do want to see more of Ellie and I hope that they do Ellie justice, but we'll see. We have eight episodes left. Yeah. But, um, yeah. And I also, like, before, like, there was there was so much hassle with like the money in the watch shop, mm-hmm. um, and then um, Sarah told Joel to drink um, his orange juice so that he mm-hmm. remained healthy. Yeah, and I was like, oh, damn, none of this matters anymore. Yeah, you know. But yeah, um, the drive, the drive when they come at night and yeah. then they're driving was just like the game. It I was. thought that was so cool, like and so planned out.
1: And even even though it was an airplane, the like right before the cutscene. Yeah. Um, It's, in the TV show, it was an airplane that flew into their truck, not Mm -hmm. another truck. But even that, like, literally looked like the video game. Yeah.
0: Yeah, it was so good. I just, I loved it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. So, um, I wanted to talk about, like, the different, I, I mean, of course, I'll go over the game as well later on. But I wanted to talk about the different changes they made to the story to tell you exactly what was going on. Like like the little girl that came into the the fetra base in Boston oh, yeah. and they saw that she was bit and and infected and so they ended up euthanizing her mm-hmm. and like that was such a cool story moment um i thought it was also cool like that we saw the conflict with robert but we didn't see the full thing like in the game yeah. like we just saw she got beat up they were going to go but then the fireflies already killed robert yeah. i thought that was an interesting choice that they made as a change from the video game to the um, to the TV show. Which, but I thought it worked out. It clipped the story along really well. No,
1: and it made sense to me because, if I remember right, the whole uh, Robert mm-hmm. arc is kind of to teach you how to play the game. That's true. You know, like yeah. it teaches you how to shoot a gun, how to apply first mm-hmm. aid, um, how to find ammo to refill your gun. Like, all of that is was a p- for the game to mm-hmm. teach you how to play the game in a low-risk area before you actually jump into the story. Yeah. So it made sense to me that they would clip it for the TV show.
0: Yeah, that's true. And also, like, they um, – oh, what was it? Also, the fact that they – um, wanted a they, that Robert sold their battery instead of selling their guns like in the game, mm-hmm. and the battery was so that they could go find Tommy.
1: Yeah, and it made... gave
0: it gave Joel a much better reason to leave
1: mm-hmm. the
0: Fetra base than than taking this girl so they can get guns. Yeah, you know, because stakes are in it for Joel as well.
1: Yeah, I you know? I, I felt like I that, that motivation was a lot more natural and understandable.
0: hmm Yeah. Um. Let's talk about how terrifying the runners are <laughs> with their little. With their little tentacles yeah. coming out of their mouth? Well, how... Okay, now we can talk about, now we can talk about behind <laughs> yeah. Ellie, that I mean Sarah. W-
1: that was so good. Like, what oh a gosh. perfect way to just, like, have Air, uh, Sarah be looking at the DVD collection yeah. and uh, blurred out, the, like, not in oh focus. Oh my gosh. The old woman just, like...
0: Like, writhing? And yeah. Like, like, that was probably the most terrifying transformation mm-hmm. zombie sequences I have ever seen. Yeah. And they... I don't... Man, I always say, Last of Us Zombies are the most scary zombies ever, and it, it's mainly because of the clickers, but they made the runners so much more terrifying, and yeah. I can only imagine how much more terrifying the clickers and I the know. bloaters and the stalkers are going to be.
1: Well, and I, let me know like, what you thought was terrifying about the runners. For me, it was how like, impulsive they were without any regard for their surroundings. Yeah. Like, that,
0: there, that, yeah, that's it.
1: There was the part, um, oh, what Where was, he was
0: running? Yeah, where with he Sarah. was running
1: and holding mm-hmm. Sarah. Um, and the clicker was just like flinging him, the runner mm-hmm. was like flinging himself without any disregard of like broken glass and like. Yeah.
0: I uh, think I think they are the most animalistic, um, zombies ever. Because, mm-hmm. like, Walking Dead, they just kind of moan and groan and, and chase after you yeah. slowly. And, like,. They, they actually reminded me a lot of the 28 Days Later zombies and how they them, moved, yeah. like, how they, like, perk up and then just, like, mm-hmm. start running, you know? Yeah.
1: But even then, I'll, so I'll argue a little bit about the most um, rabid animal-like, mm. because in 28 Days Later, like, they still are understanding what they're seeing visually, mm-hmm. and so they'll, like, climb over obstacles yeah. or, like, run to avoid, you know, like, trees or cars or whatever. Mm-hmm. I feel like the clicker is, like, based on sense alone. Mm. Like, they'll...
0: <laughs> it's just, like, the mushroom.
1: Yeah, the mushroom. Like the mushroom just, itself is just... Just, just like, smiddle. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so gross.
0: <laughs> and the freaking tentacles. I can't get past the tentacles Ugh. coming out. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. They did so well. I'm so excited to see more.
1: And claps for that old woman.
0: Oh, man. That, like, she did great. Yeah. She did so good. Well, yeah. That was such a good transformation mm-hmm. scene. Man. Um... And then we finally get to Sarah dying, Mm -hmm. Um, and like, of course, in live action, like, you just are able to see more, Mm -hmm. and you're able to see more, like, emotion, and like, because like, in in the video game, they do better in the second one, but in the video game, like, you can tell it, it's like, you can tell they're being sad, but you just saw so much more depth with it being real people, you know, and I started crying, I'll admit, I cried in, when Sarah died, Yeah. But, um, yeah. Um, okay, let's talk about the soldier following orders. I, I feel like...
1: Wait, which soldier? The
0: soldier, the soldier at the beginning. I think when she's is. hurt, and he calls on the radio, and he's like, hey, there's two people, the girl's oh, hurt. yeah, yeah. And then he obviously gets orders to shoot mm-hmm. her, shoot them, and... And he's
1: hesitant. Yeah, and he's right. hesitant,
0: and, like, I, I can't even imagine, like how hard that would be as a soldier to like kill a father and a little girl that he's carrying. And they're like both terrified. And I, um, man, that was just so, it's so heartbreaking Mm -hmm. and it's such a good start to the story.
1: And like it makes you pause and wonder, obviously a lot of people died within the first 72 hours.
0: Yeah,
1: How much of it was actually people getting got By the infected. Yeah. And how many of it were men with guns being told to clean the area.
0: Yeah. Well, it's just like, uh, I mean, you see that a little bit in The Walking Dead. Mm -hmm. But then, 20 years later, they are in a military compound. They're under military law. Yeah. Like, the soldiers are the ones giving orders, which is an awful system to be in. Mm -hmm. But, like... I I think it's because they're the last semblance of the government, and so, like, that's the only way that the government can, like, remain, like, in control, mm -hmm. you know? Um, But, like, it didn't get any better with soldiers, like, because there's the executions um, that are happening for people that, like, leave, you know? And I think it comes down to, honestly, fear that these soldiers have, like, I don't want to turn, I don't want to get bit, Mm -hmm. and since I'm basically the the head of the government now, I can... I can make these people do whatever I want. Yeah. And it's crazy.
1: I, it makes me think um, of the four freedoms, Mm -hmm. like freedom of speech, freedom from fear, Mm -hmm. um, freedom of, for the other two? I don't know. Oh no. I can't look up.
0: The four freedoms. Speech, worship, want, and fear. Freedom from fear and freedom from want.
1: Yeah, freedom from want, freedom from fear. What's freedom yeah. from want? From want? Um, so, basically, like, if you're homeless, mm. like, you should have the... Oh, yeah, like, you, should, it's a basic, you should be able to
0: live, essentially. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Like, it's... Which... Doesn't... You know. <laughs> um, but, yeah, this idea that, like, just because you are a human being, you have certain freedoms. Yep. You have freedom from... For fe- food. For food, um, you have freedom from fear so not being terrorized yep
0: yeah, for shelter for water yeah for basic necessities
1: uh-huh. but I feel like the the fear is so strong that we should have a freedom from fear mm-hmm. but yet when other people in power get afraid the other freedoms go away
0: yeah yeah and that's <clears throat> basically what happened and like I you know I can't imagine continuing to live under just, like, the rule of not even, like, a governmental body, yeah. but just, like, soldiers. People that are just trained for combat and they're they're making the laws, they're coming up with, <sighs> like, mm-hmm. I don't know. I That would be really hard. And also, just, I, I love the fact that, like, we're not seeing, we're not seeing, like, right after it happens. Yeah. We're seeing 20 years in the future uh-huh. after, like, Joel has been, you know, like twenty years changes a person regardless of what of what circumstances you're in. Yeah. And like I love how you see this change, not even not even physical, but like mental and emotional change mm-hmm. and shift in Joel. Like he like in the beginning he's obviously stressed. He's a dad, you know, he's yeah. dealing with contractor stuff as a working dad. But then like you see him now and he doesn't even flinch when he throws the girl in the fire. Like he has lost all sense of humanity almost. Yeah. Um I mean, he still cares about his brother, and he still cares about Tess. Mm-hmm. But I mean, like, he—he's dealing drugs, he's dealing guns, you know, and yeah. like he—he's like the last twenty years have made him change so significantly. And I think that what what's so heartwarming about the story is that Ellie eventually changes him back yeah. into the dad he was, mm-hmm. and it's cool. But we'll get to that later. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, yeah. What are your thoughts on like the change and like how? I always love it when stories jump. Mm -hmm. from time because like we don't need to see all the mundane stuff we just need to see the good storytelling aspects of what made these characters who they are
1: yeah um talking so going to the changes in uh the society structure Mm -hmm. not joel as an individual Mm -hmm. um i like i want i want to give the government and some military some credit because they were able to create a working structure yeah in an apocalypse sure and like and it seems pretty valid they the citizens do work and then they get credit yeah. you know the paper they get meal cards meal cards um so it it keeps them it keeps society moving forward mm-hmm. what benefits or what measures the government created for people who aren't able bodied like and aren't able to do manual labor i don't know what the government did for them yeah hopefully they did something for them.
0: Well, you didn't there. see a lot of disabled people.
1: No, you didn't. And I think after well, 20 no, years. Yes, you did.
0: <coughs> Where? There were,
1: there were the t- uh, two amputee men. Um, like, uh, they panned across two amputee men. Oh. Before it went to uh, the street sweepers.
0: Yeah. I feel so. like they were probably amputees after the fact, though.
1: Yeah. I feel the, like if you were
0: disabled before, chances are you, you didn't probably survive. You didn't survive.
1: But. Um, so, but yeah, they were... I think they were drinking. Yeah. Maybe they were playing cards. I can't remember exactly. Mm-hmm. But obviously, like, they were amputees. They couldn't yeah. pick up dead bodies and throw them on fire. But they were alive. So that yeah. makes me think that the government was still providing for them mm-hmm. because they were human beings. Um, even though they couldn't contribute to society mm. as much as, obviously, Joel and Tess can.
0: Yeah. I. But, yeah, like... I'll give you that, and I'll give the government that, that, like, they were able to create the society, Mm -hmm. but it's just about survival. Like, there's nothing... I feel like in that society, there's nothing to live for. Mm. It's just, wake up, you do your job that's assigned to you, and then you eat, and you go to sleep, you know? And so, it's just something that, like, is not the ideal situation to be living in, obviously. Um, But, yeah. Uh, Speaking of the changes that they made to the story, I... Oh, what was it? I so before I loved how Tommy somehow went to jail because like before Joel comes home and he's like "Uh, stuff's going down. We gotta go, and then Tommy pulls up later. Mm -hmm. But I love the fact that Joel leaves because Tommy was in jail. Yeah. Um. It just and and they nailed Tommy. I think Tommy's not the same character, but I love Tommy in the TV show. You know. Um. Okay. So let's talk about um, killing the little girl. In the beginning, because she was infected.
1: Yeah.
0: I just, I, like, not even, like, talking about, like, Joel losing his humanity. I feel like so many other, like, everyone lost their humanity. Yeah. Like, it was, like, a job to them. Like, she seemed, the woman talking to the little girl seemed a little upset, but not, like, as upset I think you should be when you're deciding to take someone's life, you know? I mean, obviously she was infected.
1: Yeah, and they don't have a cure. Yeah. I'm sure it's, like, um... Anytime you work in um, an environment that deals with hurting and suffering people, Mm -hmm. I feel like you have to have a thick skin, at least while you're on on the job. Mm -hmm. And then you can go home and, like, brush off the thick skin. But, like, think of how many little girls and little boys she's had to do that to. Yeah. And the fact that she, like, they didn't just shoot the girl in the head. Yeah, like they did it she, pretty humanely. Yeah, and the woman, like, at least gave the girl a smile before she left. Like, she said, mm. we're going to figure out what your favorite food is, we're going to get you your favorite food, and then we're t- going to take you to a room where there's lots of toys that you can play with.
0: Mm-hmm. It
1: was all a lie, but it made the girl smile
0: Yeah.
1: before she died.
0: Yeah, that's true.
1: Which... I don't know. Maybe maybe some people will argue and be like, "That's messed up. That's not right."
0: But I mean, she's a little girl. Yeah. And I mean, they probably did have her favorite food. It's not like she knows McDonald's.
1: Mm-hmm. It's not
0: like she knows like ice cream. You know, like uh, they probably had something for her. And I mean, maybe maybe the euthan euthanization drug that they gave her didn't act instantly. So maybe they did actually like yeah give her that yeah. But um yeah, but I like I, I do think they did it humanely. And I mean she's dead anyway. Well, dead. Like I mean, last of us zombies you're not really dead, you just have this infection. Yeah. But um yeah, I It was mean,
1: a kinder uh fate.
0: Yeah, that's true. Um but yeah, I, I mean just just the fact that things like this make you make everyone like have to do things that they otherwise wouldn't do. Yeah. You know? So um so let's talk about Joel and Tess being a little couple. Because uh, I did not, I did not catch in the game. I don't think uh-huh. they insinuated it very much in the game. But I, I liked how they made Joel and Tess a couple.
1: I totally assumed. Yeah. Like there, there wasn't a lot in the video game. But yeah. when I watched the first chapter, I just assumed. I'm like, they're living together in this little apartment. Yeah. They're working together. Like, there's got. It's not gonna be. I don't know. It. It definitely could have been a platonic relationship. Yeah. But. He obviously cared for Tessa.
0: Yeah, but I mean, also, one of the basic human needs is sex and love and companionship. Mm-hmm. So, there is that, too. So, they they were probably a couple. Yeah, they were a couple, at least yeah. in the TV show. Yeah. But, yeah, I, I think they're cute. I think yeah. they're cute together. Um. Yeah. Are we cute together? Always. Nice. Okay, um, so, I did like the quote of um, Tess saying that she got beat up by a few kids uh-huh. um, and then she said kids that were born after the event um, they don't know manners they just start swinging and mm-hmm. I thought that was an interesting quote because then you see Ellie and she just immediately starts swinging yeah she immediately goes to stab him uh-huh. and like and I feel like they have had to deal a lot I mean Walking Dead the the only kids like that we see I mean Carl already knew life before yeah. but we see Judith later on which are um, Laurie's kid arguably Shane or Rick's kid. Um, and then we see Glenn and Maggie's baby later on. Mm. And um, and we see a few other kids that were born in the apocalypse. But, like, in this one, um, any kid that's, like, 20, 19 years old never saw the world before. Yeah. Like, and and there's a lot of them, you know. Well, Because it's
1: like, been two decades. it's been two
0: decades, you know. Yeah. And so I find it interesting that just because they were born, like, in this time frame, and they all they've seen is this messed up crap mm-hmm. going on like they they immediately are trained as kids as the, as part of their nature to start swinging yeah
1: well you know? and and i think that it's a pretty accurate depiction like we luckily have never had to face like a revolution mm-hmm. or like a civil war yeah but i um reading the book Persepolis mm-hmm. uh which is about a girl that um kind of grows up like she has her coming of age mm-hmm. during um Iran's like major conflicts in the 80s and 90s mm-hmm. um and like the games that she would play on the street with like the other neighborhood kids were awful yeah. but it was because they were growing up like watching their family members, their neighbors, yeah. like kids they go to school, just disappearing, just being pulled off the streets, yeah, um
0: well, kids, kids do what they know. They yeah. talk about what they
1: know,-huh
0: and like, and I mean, humans in general talk about what they know, and if kid, if all kids know is war and death and violence, like that's what they're gonna go to, yeah. In any situation, they're not going to negotiate with you because, mm-hmm. like, when it's neg- like they've probably seen people try to negotiate and then someone always dying in the end, yeah. And they want to survive, so they're doing. They're going to start swinging, yeah. You know, I thought that was a really interesting quote.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, it yeah. may, so. Another example is um, in Nazi Germany,
0: mm-hmm.
1: before they put the Jews in concentration camps, they pushed all the Jews to live in these like isolated communities, mm-hmm. um, and. Jewish children in those communities started playing hide and seek, but hide from the Jew or hide from the Nazis. Jeez. That's what it was called. Yeah. And that's what these little kids played. They played hide from the Nazis as a game. Uh-huh. Um, and even that was survival for them in the form of play, because what are they going to do when their parents say like Nazis are actually coming to take them to camps? Mm-hmm. They're going to hide.
0: Yeah, man. Yeah, it's, you know, it's messed up when kids are born in those situations, but they become different people, mm-hmm. you know, like everyone else does.
1: And the hope is, I think, is that anything you suffer from as a kid is something that you, your adult self can help your inner child recover from. Mm-hmm. I don't know what that will look like for, um, you know, like Ellie mm-hmm. or the... Well, we know a little bit because of the second <laughs> episode, uh. but uh, second game. But, like, I, the hope is... is even though these kids are really impulsive and really violent Uh is hopefully as they mature and become adults they're able to look back and maybe heal some of those broken parts of themselves
0: yeah well i mean like that's such a good foreshadowing to the second game Mm
1: -hmm.
0: between ellie and abby yeah they're both like impulsive like Mm -hmm. they're both like oh you hurt one of my loved ones i'm gonna go hurt you yeah you know and oh it's so good it's such a good <laughs> franchise, Alina. Okay, um, final thing before we get into our mortal dilemma. Um, so I found it, it really interesting that they knew, like, they, they showed Joel talking to the soldier
1: uh-huh. that stops
0: them outside the gate.
1: Yeah.
0: Because um, it, it changed the relationship, I feel like. like yeah. Because when you're playing the game, you're just like, yeah, kill him, whatever. Yeah. But, like, now it changed the relationship where, like, oh, Joel's now using tactics to, like, like try to get him more drugs and mm-hmm. guns and stuff. and like, And I thought that was really interesting. And I loved how um, they showed, like, the the duality of him pointing the gun at him Mm -hmm. and Sarah, I mean, and Ellie. um, And then he got flashback to when that soldier was pointing the gun at him and Sarah. And that's what made him kill him, Mm -hmm. you know? And, like, Joel has all this unresolved trauma that he's obviously buried deep within himself over the 20 years. And
1: um, And little Ellie is just going to bring it all out of him and make him suffer so
0: much more. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. But I thought that was a really cool twist on it because Mm -hmm. in the game they just kill them, you know? Yeah. Uh, But like in this, like there's more, there's more complications to what's actually going on. Yeah. Which I really liked.
1: Yeah. I liked that addition. Mm
0: -hmm. But, um, yeah, I think that's all I wanted to talk about. Do you want to talk about anything else? No, I'm good. Dope. All right. We will be right back. Um, oh, by the way, uh, I'm going to start streaming, like I said before, on Thursday, the 2nd um, of February. And it's going to be at noon. And my stream name on Twitch is Zachmanzz. Z-A-C-M-A-N-Z-Z. And uh, all right. We will be right back after a short musical interlude with a Moral Dilemma. We are back. All right, Alina, here's your moral dilemma. I'm ready. So you are in Boston Mm -hmm. in the Last of Us universe. Okay. Would you join the Fireflies or remain a citizen under federal rule?
1: Ooh. I feel like I might be drawn to the Fireflies Mm -hmm. just because, like, their motto sounds good. (laughs) (laughs) Like <laughs> the
0: <they're> mo- cuz <laughs> their motto sounds yeah,
1: good <laughs> the like when when you're lost in that's the dark that's
0: what gets you that's what gets you well, to join them though it's a
1: good motto mm-hmm. when you're lost in the darkness look to look, the light look to the light yeah um but i i don't know that's a that's a tricky one cuz if i stay as a you know government or
0: a, as a citizen as
1: a citizen um I know that there will definitely be a way for me to be fed, mm-hmm. to be housed, to stay relatively safe, mm-hmm. and I—that's not guaranteed with the fireflies. Mm-hmm. And also, um, the fireflies haven't really communicated what their goal is yet. Mm. Like that's all, true. all we've seen so far is their logo their motto or i guess it's less a logo and more a signia yeah um and like, so and we've met a few of the members of the fireflies but we haven't really learned yet in the tv series what the fireflies are all about well i think
0: i think we learned a little bit we learned that they um, that they are fighting against vetro because vetro is basically a fascist regime mm-hmm. you know and um but yeah yeah I can understand the, you know, having your basic needs met under yeah. Petra.
1: Is it it's hard because it's yeah, is it what I believe society should be structured as? Mm-hmm. No. But does it help me stay alive? Yes. Mm. And so I guess I would hope that I was brave enough to join the Fireflies. Mm. But at the same time, like it's hard to fight against something when your basic needs aren't being met.
0: Mm. I would join the hell out of the fire. I know.
1: I knew you were going to say that. join Make the hell go. out
0: of the fireflies. <laughs> not even. Look at me. Look at me right now. I would join the fireflies so fast. <laughs> just because, you know, I don't think I could take being under that regime for too long. Yeah. I feel like I would. And I, that motto would snatch me up so quickly. <laughs> I'd be like, hell yeah, look to the light, I knew, baby. I
1: knew. Um,
0: I knew exactly what your answer was going to be. And also, just like, we find out their real reason, which I'm actually not going to spoil it now, just in case someone might be listening that hasn't watched the show or played the games, but
1: you should I have watched like at least the first episode. Yeah. If you're watching Yeah. You should have it. watched,
0: at least watched the first episode, but, but, but if, if they you haven't, haven't played, played the, the game, game, then they don't know like their end goal.
1: Yeah.
0: And I would be all for that. I'd be all for the end goal.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, yeah, but I'd be a firefly through and through. <laughs> no I, no I did, I did enjoy like, um, how Joel mentioned to Marlene, like, mm-hmm. Uh, that you, you took my brother away from me. Because Tommy joined the Fireflies. Yeah. And you kind of see the difference in, in personality of... Well, like, Tommy's, Tommy was in jail. He's a little bit more aloof, and, like, he's the younger one. Yeah. And so he he's more apt to join a rebellion.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And Joel's more, you know, straightforward, yeah. down-to-earth, um, intelligent. You know, not to say Tommy's not intelligent.
1: Well, no, I think that uh, Joel realizes kind of how like society works is like you need to have structure when there's trouble you got to keep your head down and just
0: yeah
1: plow through yeah um i feel like that's joel's take where tommy's take is more free-spirited where it's like you have you have to have the initiative you have to fight Mm -hmm.
0: yeah um but yeah uh, we didn't talk about marlene let's Mm -hmm. talk about that and finish this up but um I loved Marlene's no nonsense attitude. Yeah. Like Marlene was more like apathetic towards things in the game. Mm-hmm. But like Marlene in this was just like, you just need to follow orders. Because yeah. I'm giving you orders and we're in a revolution right now. Mm-hmm. And I don't have time to I don't have to explain it to you. Yeah. Follow my orders. And I, I like I like how they did Marlene yeah. in this one. I did. Um too. they they definitely kept true to all the characters, but they made they deepened them. Yeah. In the TV show. Um but yeah. Uh, I'd be a firefly Um, you might be if I joined and we were both still alive
1: yeah if you if you joined obviously I would join with Mm -hmm. you unless I unless I really thought that it was like gonna get us killed and then that would
0: that would be like a cool Romeo and Juliet moment where I join the fireflies and you stay (laughs) under Fedra yeah that'd be cool Um, but yeah anyway thank you guys for listening Uh, don't forget to rate review and share this podcast to your friends families and enemies
1: and subscribe and
0: subscribe And also, go check out Fortune Horseman. We have a lot of good content on there. And of course, check out my stream uh, starting on Thursday the 2nd of February. So, thank you guys for listening, and uh, stay safe and stay sane. Bye-bye. Bye.